ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome to this episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. I have a special guest today with me. I have Erin Bates-Payne here. So Erin, thank you so much for joining on the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. We go way back, don't we? We do, like 10 or 12 years. At least the college days. (laughs) It feels like just yesterday, but it was was not yesterday. Goodness, we have a boatload of kids. We do, (laughs) we do. So much has changed since then, Um, but you've remained such a good friend. And every time God intersects our paths, it's just always such a blessing to oh, me. It goes both ways. I'm so encouraged every time I'm with you. So oh, well, definitely thank have you. such a sweetheart for the Lord. Well, thank you. I, I think the same of you and you have encouraged me time and time again. Oh, praise the Lord. So let's start with, do you mind to just introduce a little about yeah. a little bit about yourself sure. and your family? And mm-hmm. I'm Erin and I married Chad almost eight years ago mm-hmm. and he is amazing. Um, I say I can't talk about him too much because everybody's like, uh, that's not true. There's no way somebody's that perfect, but he really is. I tell him <laughs> he's not human. <laughs> he's, he's the sweetest, most gentle, greatest guy ever. Yeah. But we have four little children. Mm-hmm. Carson is six. Brooklyn is five. Everly's three and Holland's one and a half. And due with another one. Yay. So we're really excited. It's our little miracle baby. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got a house full and a heart full. Awesome. That is wonderful. And I've loved watching your family grow. Your kiddos are just the absolute Uh, cutest. I love them. (laughs) I just adore them. Awesome. Well, I was out with Erin a few weeks ago, and she shared with me a project that God has put on her heart and all that God did to really bring her to this project. And I was just like, I want this in my home. And we need to get this in as many homes as we can. <laughs> so so I'm going to turn it over to Erin and yeah. just just share your heart, what God has done as you've been a mom and trying to just have scripture and truth in your home and how that's led to where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to start out um, talking about saturating our homes with God's word mm-hmm. and the importance of filling our hearts and homes with God's word. Um, because I feel like it all starts with the knowledge of knowing how important it is yes. to have God's word a part of our hearts in our home. Um, John 15 verse seven and eight says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, that's the Bible, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Um, and then verse 11 says, these things have I spoken unto you. That's his words that my joy might remain in you and that my, your joy might be full. Um, and when I think of that, just God's word abiding in me, mm-hmm. um, it's just such a beautiful thing. I think of the word abide, it means to settle down, to be at home, to remain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like to focus on that word because I, I want the word of God to abide in my heart. And I want to feel at home in the word of God. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a part of me. And it's so important as a mom to kind of fill our hearts and our homes with mega doses of God's word <laughs> yes. because there's so much power in that. And I'll talk yeah. a little bit about that more, but um, verse 11, how it says that these things have I spoken to you that your joy might remain in you. Um, I, I think of God's word 
how it's so powerful. It brings peace Mm -hmm. and hope and especially joy because you're not just living for the here and now, but you're living with an eternal focus. Yes. Um, because his words have so much hope about heaven and the future. So, um, I'm also going to read another verse. First John chapter two, verse 24 says, let that therefore abide the same word in you, which you have heard from the beginning. That's also talking about scripture. Mm-hmm. If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the son and in the father. Um, so just having a mindset of God's word, you know, abiding in me and mm-hmm. remaining in me and being at home in me, um, you know, it constantly talks about in the Bible about meditating day and night. Don't forget his commandments, know God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so important to have his word in our hearts because it doesn't only bring peace, hope and joy and, you know, all these wonderful things. It's also, you know, is so powerful against the negative things of this world. And Hebrews um, chapter four, verse 12, it says, for the word word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Um, It also convicts and challenges Mm -hmm. and shows us our great need, um, but also the one who can meet our great need. Um, when I think of scripture in the Bible, I think this really has the answer for all of my problems. Yes. All of my worries, all of my fears. It's all in the word of the Lord. If I can just find that and kind of embrace that and mm-hmm. um, make sure it's in my heart day and night while I'm meditating on it. Um, Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. I just think how much power there is in God's word. It's not going to return void. Mm-hmm. Um, the times that we really try to invest in memorizing and there's not necessarily a reward for memorizing scripture, but that's really the vehicle for meditating. Yes. Which there's so much rewards in meditating on scripture because that's where the power comes from. Mm It's when we're just kind of ruminating and going over that in our hearts and minds. Um, so although memorization might feel like a chore and it's, it is work, it's, Mm -hmm. um, a battle to, you know, kind of, make yourself stop and focus on what you're memorizing Mm -hmm. because then, um, there's so many blessings for meditating on scripture. Um, Colossians three 16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Um, when a day feels overwhelming and sometimes out of control, I have to stop what I'm doing and I have to start dwelling Mm -hmm. on God's word um, and abiding in his word, whether I'm reading, I'm meditating, whether I just have to turn on scripture on an app um, because oftentimes I'm going to be doing laundry or dishes or Mm -hmm. schooling the kids. And I, I find there's so much peace and just having that in the background scripture playing, whether it's the Psalms or the Proverbs, because no matter what I'm going through, there's something in scripture that's going to help challenge me, encourage me mm-hmm. and help me to go grow closer to God through that. Um, when I think I'm going through a difficult time, I always turn to the Psalms and um, they're so applicable. And, you know, you, you think David is just like in these hard places that I couldn't imagine being. Mm-hmm. And here he is crying out to God. And I'm like, yeah. 
imagine myself in his situation and then kind of compare my current situation to what he's going through Mm -hmm. thinking, you know what, that's a lot more minimal or, you know, just so many encouraging verses. And I know my parents put such a high priority on really teaching the scripture. And I admire my mom so much for that, especially because every day um, growing up during our, our family Bible time, we would typically memorize a verse of scripture or review a verse of scripture and, you know, constantly going over and over and over these verses really, it felt like a chore. It felt like a lot, but I cannot tell you how many times looking back um, on my life, how many times different verses have come to mind mm-hmm. and it was exactly what I needed and when I needed it. Yes. It was so comforting and I, I'm so grateful that they took the time to invest mm-hmm. in us in that because that's exactly what I want to do for my children because right now they might not understand it. But just like the verse said, his word is powerful Yeah, and return it's void. not going mm-hmm. to return void. Um, so whether it's something that's going to help them now or 10 years down the road, it might be something that changes their heart or mm-hmm. something that you really draws them closer to God because of my investment as a mom in really trying to saturate our home with God's word. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have to shut out the noise of the things that are around me, whether it's social media, um, different shows, something I'm reading or listening to. I have to shut it all out and start dwelling and abiding in God's word mm-hmm. because that makes a huge difference in my heart and yes. in my attitude, my spirit for the day. And his word really has the answers for every problem I'm going to face. Mm-hmm. So when I realize that, it really makes me put such a high priority on keeping his word in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when the enemy is causing you to believe lies, because I don't care who you are, there's going to be times where you're believing lies, whether it's about yourself, your personality, your looks, um, your, just you as a mom, mm-hmm. what you're, if you're doing everything right, there's going to be all these times where you feel attacked by the enemy. Yeah. Um, even fear and anxiety because what's going on in the world right now, you know, there's so much worry and fear and you think, what can I do? It just feels hopeless right now. Mm -hmm. And I think of the word of God is our sword in Hebrews four, chapter 12. Mm -hmm. Um, and even when the devil tried to tempt Jesus, what did he do? He responded with scripture. And that should be what we, we do. Um, for me, I find that, um, trying to memorize throughout the week. Um, it might be something I type out in the notes in my phone where I found that just like writing it on a three by five index card mm-hmm. and hanging it up somewhere where I'm going to see it. <laughs> I have those taped around yes. my house. Uh, on my mirror yes. when I'm getting ready. By my yeah. dishwasher. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but just like it makes you really yeah. meditate on that mm-hmm. um, and let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Yeah. I mean, constantly teaching and admonishing I mean, that's just so powerful when we constantly have God's word coming in our hearts and minds and Mm -hmm. we shut off the noises and the voices that we're going to hear, you know, in the world right now, trying to grab our attention. Mm -hmm. And we just calm our hearts, settle our hearts and say, you know what, we're going to focus on God's word. Um, But then the next thing is praying scripture over our marriage and children. Um, This is definitely something new for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Earlier this year, we went on vacation and I typically try to bring a marriage book or something where we can kind of feel like we're growing spiritually, yes. you know, we're in our marriage together. And I found that's been really just encouraging. But this particular book is called Pray Big for Your Marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's by Will Davis Jr. 
And it was so eye-opening for me and so encouraging. Um, he just introduced a concept that I really hadn't heard much about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it talks about basically praying scripture over your spouse, over yourself, over your family, mm-hmm. um, and using, you know, these biblical prayers to kind of align your heart with God's because what's more powerful than scripture? Yes, for I mean, sure. it's definitely more powerful than well, And if you want to play my in accordance to yes. God's will, what more can you do than exactly. pray his words back uh, to because him? Because my words can't compete with the inspired words of scripture. Yes. That's so powerful. So um, he talked about using God's word as your guide for directing and wording your prayers. Mm-hmm. So um, what stories and verses in the Bible Describe what you long to be true in your own marriage and in your own heart. Mm-hmm. Start praying those for your marriage. Um, and I think it's it's so sweet. He talks about like when he's reading specific passages, he'll kind of highlight a verse and put the person's initial beside it that he's praying that for. Mm-hmm. Um, just whether it's praying for boldness, praying for peace for that person, praying yeah. for that person to draw closer to God. Um, just actually using scripture mm-hmm. to kind of direct his thoughts and his prayers um, and just specifically like praying a hedge over your family, like it talks about in the book of Job, I found that's been so powerful. Just mm-hmm. like each, even in praying a hedge over, uh, a protection over my family, yeah. over their thoughts, over our home. And it's just, I, I think there's so much power in prayer. Mm-hmm. We know that, but there's even more power when you pray in God's word yes. that we know are the heart of God yeah. here. And when you first shared this with me, that's what I connected with because I haven't read that book. It's currently on my nightstand yes. and Simeon and I <laughs> are going to start so reading through amazing. it tonight. Um, but I read the book, Praying the Bible, and I cannot remember the author, but I will link it in the show notes for anybody that yes. wants to look it up. But it was that very same concept. It wasn't presented quite in a marriage and family way, yeah. but just in the more overarching exactly. idea of praying through the scriptures. It went a lot through the Psalms. And that that was the first time that I had ever really seen prayer and scripture connected that way. And it really opened my eyes to a whole deeper level of praying. So when you mentioned that, and then specifically over your marriage and over your children, I really connected with that and thought, I I need to do that more. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to give you a few different examples um, that I found to be true. So you kind of get an idea, but like, in Matthew 6, verse 13, it talks about fleeing temptation. Mm-hmm. Pray that you'll be able to flee temptation, that your spouse will be able to flee temptation. Um, Psalm 37, verse 4, that you'll delight in God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're delighting in God, obviously his desires and your desires are going to be in alignment. Yes. Um, but then First Peter 3, verse 3 and 4 says, beauty comes deep within. Pray that you'll help me to realize that beauty comes deep within and focus on what's inside of me rather than just the outward mm-hmm. beauty. Um, pray that we'll have the spirit of power in Second Timothy verse one, verse seven, um, and take up the cross daily. That will be humbled in Luke chapter nine, verse twenty-three. Mm-hmm. These are just some examples of how, when you're reading, just think of the prayers mm-hmm. and who this could be applicable to. And I, I find that it has been so challenging and enlightening for me to not just read scripture, but actually read it while I'm talking to God and communicating with mm-hmm. 
in praying for me and my marriage and our children. Um, and it gives such a more directed focus too. Instead so of personal. God bless my marriage. God exactly. bless my husband. God bless my kids. Yes. It really gets very specific again into God's mm-hmm. heart, aligning with your heart and praying it's those amazing. things. Yeah, I think so often, and he talks about this in the book, we're guilty of just praying these blanket prayers, you know? Mm. God bless this person. God heal this person. All these different things that, you know what, when you actually think about it, you know, if it's someone that's sick, um, yes, we want God to heal them, but what if God has a bigger purpose than Mm. that? What if he wants to draw them closer to this, closer to him during this trial, Mm. um, that well, would be had a to more realize, powerful prayer. Yes. In my own life, maybe my initial prayer for the situation is not what brought God the most glory. Exactly. So I've been in my own prayer life so trying to, to reword things that, okay, though I think so-and-so needs healed yeah. or, you know, this problem needs solved this way. Yeah. Lord, you know my heart. You know what answer I want. But exactly. more importantly, may you receive glory however exactly. that however that looks. And may you strengthen my heart, so-and-so's heart, so good. to be able to go down the path that brings you the most glory. And that's what it all boils down to. Um, sometimes our desires are selfish. You know, we want mm-hmm. this person to be different. Or we want, you know, this person to be healed, you know. Or mm-hmm. you want everything back to normal. Um, even in the world today, like we pray that, oh, can just be back to normal. But what if God is going to receive more glory mm-hmm. and draw people closer to himself through difficulties and trials? Mm-hmm. Um, we just need to pray that they'll be bold and have a peace in their heart. You know, pray specific prayers. Yes. It makes you not just, you know, mutter different words mm-hmm. that were so easy to do just because, you know, it's, it's just kind of what we've grown up doing. I feel like that actually making your prayers biblical. Well, and that's so faith building when we mm. pray those specific prayers and then see God God answer answer. in specific ways. Yes, because if it's just this very general, God bless, God heal, God work, we don't necessarily see his answer come through. But when we can see he answers specifically, that just, God is faithful. God answers, he hears me. And it causes us to want to trust him more, lean on him more. That's amazing. Um, Hebrews chapter four, verse 15 and 16 says, for we have, for we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore, because of the previous verse Mm -hmm. and how God was tempted, just like we are come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may attain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Because of our high priest, because he is the perfect lamb of God, he understands, he knows the feelings, he knows our hearts, Mm -hmm. we should come boldly. I mean, we should have confidence and power knowing that he has the power to offer grace and help in the time of need. Mm -hmm. Um, If you make it a priority and you realize the power in prayer, you're not going to neglect it. Mm -hmm. Because just like your time with God is a priority, Prayer should definitely be a priority because yeah. there's so much pr- power in prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as a Christian, that's our greatest asset is being able to talk to God and mm-hmm. see him answer prayers in our own lives and in our family's lives. Yeah. Um, prayer definitely is a battle. It's something I think we all have to battle with daily because it's humbling. It's so easy to become distracted. It's mm-hmm. so hard to focus and actually 
think about what we're praying. Well, and if, as like you said, prayer is powerful, which totally yeah. believe it is from Scripture, Satan knows that. Exactly. So how much more mm. knowing the power that is accessible to us exactly. does Satan want to distract us? You're so right. That's so true. Um, and prayer gives us the right perspective mm -hmm. when we're having time with God. It shows us who we are, our flesh, our weaknesses, um, our shortcomings. But then it also magnifies how big God is. Mm -hmm. And when we have that perspective, it will change our view throughout the day, honestly, yeah. because we're going to start seeing people through um, the eyes of Jesus. And mm -hmm. we're going to be able to love them more. We're going to be able to forgive more um, just because we're going to have that spirit. And I, I think that's so important. Yeah. Um, for me, I found praying pinpoint prayers specifically has helped me in another area because I feel like we're all human. You're going to go through difficult situations with people at times. You're going to have your feelings hurt. You're going to have um, almost feelings of bitterness sometimes with mm -hmm. certain people in your life. Um, and and we're all human. We're all going to face that at some time. Mm -hmm. And obviously when you're having a struggle with some somebody, it's like their name comes up constantly and like you're constantly thinking about them. Yeah. Yet at the same time, you're like, I don't want to become bitter. I don't want to be consumed with this person. They're taking all my time. Yeah. So I have felt like when I'm having a hard time with somebody, being able to pray specific pinpoint prayers for them mm -hmm. has given me such freedom mm. just because if this person I feel like is not genuine, not authentic um, in this area, Instead of just thinking that when it comes to mind, I'll start praying, God, would you help them be a genuine Christian? Yeah. Would you help them to be real and authentic and actually desire to please you? I mean, pray in specific prayers, even though you typically don't want to pray for people that you're having a hard time yes. with. But I find the Bible says we're to do that. Exactly. Very it is so freeing Yeah. because when I'm struggling with someone, I'm going to start praying for them, mm -hmm. even though I don't feel like it. I don't want to, but being able to see God work and praying specific things for them, not just praying that God will help me, you know, stop thinking about them or help them. <laughs> Give them their just change. reward. But <laughs> <laughs> actually praying for them and meaning yes. it um, has been a big change in my heart mm -hmm. um, because instead of having all these feelings bottled up in my heart that I'm struggling with and battling with, I'm able to release those and just give them to God mm -hmm. and say, God, you're bigger than me. Um, yes, people are going to do wrong. Yes, people are going to mistreat you. Yes, people are going to hurt your feelings in life. But being a Christian is being able to take that to the Lord, love them through it. Mm -hmm. um, yes, they're not going to be your best friend, obviously, but being able to work through that and mm -hmm. act like a Christian Mm -hmm. in spite of it. I feel like that's probably one of the biggest areas that I've seen a change in my own heart mm -hmm. because it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, practical ways to encourage scripture memory and meditation in our homes. Um, my mom was so good at this. So as a mom, I'm hoping that I can kind of be as amazing as she was. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like there's a couple things that really have helped me make it a habit for the first thing. I feel like it's important to just make it part of your day. Mm -hmm. So when I had three kids, our time was always whenever we got in the car, mm -hmm. we would start doing scripture memory. Um, and at the time 
Um, I had a lot more places to go. We left a lot more. And now that I have more children, we've kind of simplified our life and we stay home more. Um, So we really don't go many places besides church, honestly. It's so easy and it's been wonderful for us in this stage in life. Yeah. But so we kind of had to change that, make it a new habit. So typically after breakfast Mm -hmm. or after lunch, Whichever one the kids are on, feeling a little more exciting. <laughs> and that's what I've heard with habits too, is if you can attach them yes, to something. To like if you're introducing thing. a new habit, attach it to something like lunch. Or we exactly. usually do breakfast. Breakfast is our family okay. Bible time. So we just say, hey, we're already here. We're already gathered. Right. We're sitting at the table. We're just going to attach this. And it's been easier to adapt to the new habit yeah. because we kind of and the pair kids that. remind me even more times than not just because yes. they're so used to it. Mm-hmm. And, um Make it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you don't want it to be a drudge or something that they don't look forward to doing. Yeah. Um, we get really excited, very animated. Um, and I typically get out the little miniature chocolate kisses that you put in cookies. And <laughs> every time they say a verse, I give them a little chocolate kiss. And um, they get so excited. It's something yes. we all look forward to. We laugh about. We have fun doing. Um, I want it to be something that they love and have a great mm-hmm. experience doing. Um, but be consistent. Praise them when they mm-hmm. do well. I mean, obviously, each child, according to their age, is going to do a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Psalm 119, verse 97, it says, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. So for me as a mom, obviously, I want to teach this to my children. But it's more important that it's first in my own heart mm-hmm. and in my own yes. life. Because when it's in me and I'm abiding and dwelling on his word, that's going to change the atmosphere of our home. Mm-hmm. And of course I want to really um, fill our ch- children's minds with scripture that first I need to make sure that that's in my own heart and yes. mind. Um, in Psalm 119 verse 105, it says, thy word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my fa- path. And when I think of that, I think of just like it directs me on a mm-hmm. dark night. You can't see anything. You don't know where to go. But when mm-hmm. you turn on a light, you know where to go. You know the next step to take. Mm-hmm. And even though you might not be able to see really far ahead of you, you know the next step you're going to take. Yeah. You know the next uh, turn in the path. Mm-hmm. And when I think of scripture, it takes you day by day. It guides and directs you. And when you see it, you're struggling with, what do I do next? What do I go from here? Mm-hmm. Just stop open the Bible and start reading and God's going to direct your heart and mind. Yes. Um, I found that putting scripture to music Mm -hmm. and songs helps whether you do that. Um, listening to other people, there's a lot of good resources for that. Mm -hmm. I have found that when we're in the car, we turn on some scripture music and the kids get all excited about it. Or sometimes we'll try to put music together ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, with saying all of that, um, realizing how important scripture is, trying to really put that in my children's hearts right now at this age, because they're like sponges. They really are. Yes. <laughs> they just soak up everything. Um, I was praying earlier this year about, you know, just being a mom and feeling like, Oh, I'm just, I feel like I'm just constantly saying, no, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Correcting throughout the day saying that's, that's not right. You need to do this, do this. Don't react like that. Don't, mm-hmm. um, argue, don't call each other names. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, all these things that you feel like a mom's constantly saying throughout the day and correcting for. Yeah. I just like, God, why am I just saying no constantly? I feel like it's so much more important 
to somehow bring it back to scripture. Mm -hmm. Somehow say, this is what the Bible says. This is not just what mommy and daddy say, but this is what the Bible says. And, um, through Carson's school, he had had some ABC, um, scripture cards Mm -hmm. and I love them. He memorized them all. They were wonderful. But for me, I really wanted, wanted it to be a resource I could use throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, even though their scripture was great. I mean, it was some was phrases. So I, I really wanted full verses. Yes. Um, but I just started going through different categories that us as moms work through during the day, whether it's, um, conflicts, um, whether it's lying, stealing, arguing, um, laziness, Mm -hmm. all these different things that you go through dealing with as a mom with your child, these bad characteristics. And I kind of wrote them down and tried to find a verse that would correlate with each, um, traits, quality that they were struggling in. And then after I found verses that would kind of match with them, I tried to find them where they would match with the alphabet letter. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one, I feel like when you memorize them as alphabet letters, they're easy to review. You know, Mm -hmm. the next letter that comes, it's not just um, memorizing a section of verses, but it's very easy to review during the the day. So you Mm -hmm. make sure that you have them down the path. But then I felt like it's so important to not just say, don't do that. That was naughty. But to say, you know what, guys, you don't need to answer in an angry and a harsh voice Mm -hmm. because the Bible says here, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. And, you know, once your children remember these verses and know these verses and have them memorized, it's honestly, they bring up the verse before I can even say Mm -hmm. it. And I say, now why? Why should you have not done that? What does the Bible say about that? And they'll say, oh, this verse. You know what? I was not responding kindly and gently. And so being able to utilize that in our home Mm -hmm. has been so good. Um, And they haven't gotten quite memorized yet, but um, it has been so good for just me as a mom, Chad as a dad, Mm -hmm. to be able to find different verses that kind of work with each situation and help them realize it's so much deeper than just mommy and daddy's words. Well, and I love that because we do have this very unique season where our kids are soaking up everything and mommy and daddy's voice is constantly in their ears. Yeah. But we're going to blink and you know, they're not going to constantly hear our voice. Yes, true. And so I need something else speaking truth to them. I need to be able to trust that yeah. something else is going to guide them beyond my constant, yes. do this, don't do that, go this way, don't go this way. Right. And and all of that is scripture. Mm-hmm. I need to trust that when they step out of my home, that we firmly planted these truths in their hearts yeah. so that when I'm not going to be there to say, hey, we don't we don't look at this, we don't go there, we don't talk this way, that right. God can bring up his truth. And that's so much more powerful than anything so I right. could say anyway. So true. Um, I, I felt like we were praying about this, talking about this, um, and came up with all the verses. But I felt like I really wanted it to be either something, um, a study that families could use in Bible study each mm-hmm. night, going through each verse, or possibly as a tool during the day. That's kind of how we've used it in our home mm-hmm. um, to kind of bring it all back to the Bible, bring it back to scripture. Um, but I felt like I wanted it to be a, a resource as well. So on the back of the cards, it's kind of neat because you know you have two and three year olds and they're not gonna really understand a verse. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of broken it down. And my brother-in-law, Bobby, has helped me so much. He's very 
brilliant <laughs> and scripturally sound. It's nice to have friends like this, especially oh, when they're family. <laughs> I'm so grateful for my brother-in-law and um, that he helped me a lot in this mm -hmm. and that um, the top of the card on the back, it says for little hearts. Mm -hmm. So it kind of breaks down the verse to their level. Mm -hmm. So after, you know, they memorize the verse, you can kind of say, and this is what this verse means. Um, let me just give you an example. helps them open up their heart to you and help you yeah. understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So on this I verse, it says, what is something good that feels too big for you to do right now? So it helps them think about it. And mm -hmm. if it's in a situation, they're able to kind of um, apply the verse to that. Yeah. But then let's ask God to give us strength to do what seems too big right now. And then the third, there's three questions on each, um, the back of each card. But the third one's really special because it takes a certain situation in the Bible where someone either used this character trait or abused this character mm -hmm. trait. Um, but it says, what did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do when it seemed like an impossible situation? And it has the scripture reference. If you want to take the time and sit down with your child and say, let's open up the Bible. Let's go here. Let's see what they did in mm -hmm. this difficult situation. So each one kind of takes a different um, scripture reference on the back if you wanted to kind of delve deeper into yeah. that and study that with your child. I find it so helpful because it helps them not just say that was naughty and we shouldn't do that, but mm -hmm. this is what the Bible says. Let's ask these questions to help understand where you're coming from, but then let's bring it back. Yes. How could you have reacted in this situation? But it has been, it takes time. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm not going to say it's, this is going to be a simple fix all. Yeah. But this will help your child mm -hmm. have such a good, solid foundation in the Bible. Yes. And you won't constantly be just saying, don't do that. Mommy said, don't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, Dad said, don't do that. But you can actually say, this is what God says. This mm -hmm. is what the Bible says. And more times than not, they've actually been able to identify, I did this wrong. You know what? I shouldn't have done this because this is what the Bible says. <laughs> you know, they have such tender heart. Yes. Um, so that has been so refreshing for me as a mom. Mm -hmm. So I am super excited about, you know, having this tool that yes. people can use in their homes and hopefully encourage them. And thankfully it has like a little ring binder. So if it's something that you want to keep on your door, just yeah. hang on your doorknob or just keep it handy where you can go through them until you do memorize them. Mm -hmm. But you would be shocked at how a little two-year-old, a little three-year-old can memorize so much scripture. Yes. It's all about um, the repetition of it mm -hmm. and being consistent in repeating that, that you know, little Everly blows me away mm -hmm. how much scripture she can memorize. It's a little slower and just with that mm -hmm. sweet little tiny yes, baby voice. Yes, that's how Oh, it just makes me so Especially proud. in those times where I think I'm instructing that oh, nothing yeah. is going yes. in. And then a few days later, he'll just start spewing off. I know. And I was like, you were actually listening. It makes you so but happy. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does oh. invest. And I think God is so good to give us this sweet time when they're little. Mm. And you know, whatever age is, we all need scripture. And it's never too late <laughs> to true. make that investment. Mm. But I'm thankful that God has impressed it on my heart in the early years and on your mm. heart. Because they are, you mentioned the sponges, and their hearts are they so are. tender mm. and soft and quick to listen to mommy and daddy when we try yeah. to teach in these ways. And I think it can really set that foundation that they can just grow from from this point on. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, the ABC cards came out of my own <laughs> shortcomings and I felt like I was failing and God really placed that on my heart. And so mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. It's really changed our home in a lot of ways. Yeah. But then the second thing, um, 
last year, I've really went through a hard time physically and emotionally, just working through some different health problems and stuff. And it was just such a low, dark time mm-hmm. for me. And it, it would just seem like, oh my goodness, this is hopeless. What are we going to do? Didn't know the next step. Yeah. Couldn't find a lot of answers. And it was during that time that God was really just working in my heart. And I was thinking one night about the promises of God. Mm-hmm. You know, you always hear people say, claim God's promises, hold on to them, um, make them your own. But I, I remember thinking that night, I wonder how many promises I actually know mm-hmm. of God's promises. Mm-hmm. And so I just started thinking and I, I came up, I think with like five or six, I thought, oh my goodness, like, you know, there's so many promises, there's hundreds of them. <laughs> and I can like come up with a couple, like what's wrong with me. Yeah. And I didn't know the references or anything. So I thought, wow, that would be so powerful mm-hmm. during a hard time to be able to have these promises memorized and be able to pray them to God and mm-hmm. to actually be able to hold on to them. Yeah to actually be able to make them your own and claim them as a Christian. And so I just started looking at the different things that I struggle with during the day, whether it was anxiety, um, sadness, um, joy, Mm -hmm. hope, uh, heaven, even um, sickness, all these different things that you, you battle with. And I tried to find a different promise that would kind of go with each one. Mm-hmm. And so I just started researching and going through the different promises of God and writing them down. And I came up with a set of 30 of God's promises. I said, I want to memorize these, whether I take mm-hmm. one a day, whether I, you know, pray them or something. And I thought it would be such a great resource yeah. for other women who might, you know, be going through a hard time for sure. Yes. Um, to be able to actually hide these in your heart mm-hmm. and be able to meditate on them. And when you're having a hard day to be able to bring it back to mind and claim that, um, there's a verse in second Peter chapter one, verse four, that says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and mm-hmm. precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So I think when you know these, when you hide these in your heart, there's exceeding great and precious promises. Yes. Because they become our own. It's mm-hmm. not just like I'm saying a promise, but this is my promise to yeah. God. And so I came up with um, these 30 different ones, and I'm just going to go over a couple of them. But the first one is, He is my comforter. And it's from John 14, 8. It says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Mm. So you know how important that is in so many different times in my life where, you know, you feel like I need a comforter during this time. I'm really struggling, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so just encouraging. It's like an embrace. And then his grace is sufficient. In 2 Corinthians 12, uh, verse 9, it says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for Mm -hmm. thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm-hmm. So those are just a few of them. But um, I, I just want it to be something people can keep on their nightstand, um, have on their kitchen counter, um, somewhere that's accessible mm-hmm. where they can go through them um, or memorize them or just be able to kind of dwell on these promises yeah. and even in their prayers to be able to incorporate this into your prayer life mm-hmm. praying scripture especially is important but even the promises of god are it seems so vital for this yes. day and age right now 
Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, and I feel like that in my own heart, that's been kind of two things I've been praying through is, God, how can I stay hopeful yeah. and positive and encouraged yeah. and have joy. when, yes, when everything around me is spiraling? It feels like it's and, crumbling. Yes. And how can yeah. I raise my kids mm. confident that Christ is victorious? That's so good. Because I had a time where the world was over. Everything was doom mm. and gloom and you yeah. know, why am I even raising kids during this time? It, yeah. it felt pointless almost. Exactly. And God really did a work in my heart and re- just shifted my perspective to mm. I'm still in control. I'm exactly. just as in control now as I was in 2019 or yes. as I was whenever. <laughs> and better. I have a purpose and yeah. I am victorious whether mm. the sky is bright and sunny or whether it's the That's darkest true. storm you've been through. And just that really in my own heart just has given me this intensity mm. in my Christian walk and in my marriage and my motherhood that my hope is found in Christ. So and so I have to pour that into me. But the, it is hopeful for our kids. Yeah. They have an opportunity unlike any other generation. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, God has picked me to be a and mom. Here and, now. <laughs> and and my kids, yes. you know, and, and I can feel doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, sometimes I think, Lord, maybe just keep the world somewhat sane for me to raise yeah, my kids. But I then know. what are my kids going to raise my grandkids exactly. then? But I just, again, I have to keep my heart yeah. rooted in scripture, my home saturated in scripture so calming. to keep yes. my focus right. And then, and the fears just kind of flee away they do. because I, see, I realize, in, insignificant yes, I realize I'm not yep. looking at everything around me linear. I'm looking at it horizontally exactly. through God's eyes and he is victorious. Right. And I think that was just so much when, when you told me about this project, I was like, I want this in my home that's because cool. that's what I'm trying to accomplish is to mm. pour scripture into the hearts of my kids so because I don't want them to become a casualty of the war that is in this world. Right. I, uh, the spiritual warfare, I want them to be strong warriors mm. for Christ and no amount of me being the best mom I can be will give that outcome for them. The only way that I can have them leave my home, soldiers for Jesus, is if I fill them with Mm. Christ. And His Word is the way to do that. So this is going to be an amazing resource. Uh, well, it's been something that I've definitely learned so much through my, and just in my own heart. Yeah. Um, and it, it took a trial to mm. kind of show me, you know what? Life isn't always going to be roses. Yeah. You know, you're going to walk through valleys. You're going to, if you're not walking through one now, mm-hmm. you will soon. It's just a matter of time. Um, but being able to really hide these in your heart yeah. can make such a huge difference just in your perspective. Mm-hmm. Your your situation might not change. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's going to be hard things we all face, but your perspective can change mm-hmm. through that. And that's the most important thing right yeah. now, I think. And I know... I think through some trials I've been through, I'm, I'm kind of where you were. Like, what are your promises? Oh, well, here's yeah. a handful, but I know yeah. there's more. And it's almost like I I wish I would have invested mm. beforehand yeah. what I would need to draw from in those yep. hard times. So that's what that's I so hope that a, a resource like this, mm. and what I know that it can do for our kids is yeah. investing that truth in their hearts. Whether, you know, they can quote A to Z or, you know, God will bring those things back to their hearts so that I hope they have a better launch point than I did, that they will have so so much truth that God can use to draw from. Because if it's not there, 
it can be brought to remembrance. Yeah, but if it's right. there, even if it's just in the tiniest seed yeah. form, the Holy Spirit can bring that to their That's hearts and, and use it in their lives. That's and amazing. So Aaron, this is great. Yeah, Thank I you so much so. for this sharing your heart, sweet, for sharing this resource. Yeah. Um, it is now out. Yes. Um, so I will link in the show notes how you can find that, how you can purchase these for your home. And I think we're going to do a giveaway. Yes, for sure. So be watching on social media. I'll post some details about that but we'll definitely give away several of these different sets because I just I know they're gonna make such an impact mm -hmm. in homes and I know that's your heart I mean you've invested a lot even you like you said through trial and sorrow yeah. God has brought this <laughs> yep. to be how amazing Praise will it be to see God using Praise this in homes and just being a resource that people can use to get truth into their homes. So this is great. Thank you so much for joining for me, Erin. Thanks for letting me come, Brittany. For sure. I will close the episode in prayer and then we'll join you ladies next week. Father, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for your promises, for your truth, mm. how it can comfort and guide and convict and direct. And I just pray that you will be with us as women, that we will just mm. pour it into our hearts, that we will abide and dwell in your words day in, day out, that we will just meditate on your promises. Mm. And Lord, out of a heart that is just so overflowing with your truth, may it just spill into our husbands and into our children and our homes. Lord, just help mm. us to be very purposeful about investing scripture and truth into the lives of our kids. And I pray mm -hmm. that you'll just be able to draw from that for just all of their lives, Lord. I just thank you so much that you've given us your word, that you've left mm -hmm. a way for us to know you and to come to love you, Lord. I pray that we will cherish your word more than ever. Um, I just, I thank you for your goodness and I thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.